Welcome to this Christmas edition of the Roan Infobytes podcast series. For this edition, I'm joined by Marcel. Marcel, would you mind giving a short introduction for yourself? Hello, uh, Claire. Very happy to be here. A little bit in advance, uh, but uh, very happy and honoured to be part of this podcast. And uh, as you may see, <clears throat> I just started my decoration. The, the tree is not fully finished, but uh, it's on the way. And um, uh, my decoration uh, is not perfect as well. I just have a beer, but I, I am Santa Marcel too, today. I'm, my name is Marcel Boni. I was actually at the creation of, uh, um, at the time, called Ron Poulin Diagnostic. We are back to the year 1995, was the director. And uh, I uh, actually worked with Claire in the years 2000 until 2005. And a uh, really good time at uh, Ron Diagnostic and then our biofarm own. Um, we really enjoy good time. Um, we really work all together as a team. And well, without uh, uh, missing it, I miss it. And I really <laughs> like so much Scotland uh, and all yes. the team here. But I already announced it. I will be back next year, very early next year, to share time with you all. And I know you were almost uh, always a big fan of the Christmas parties here in Glasgow, weren't you, Marcel? Yes, I uh, really uh, could not find such atmosphere uh, in France. They, they could not import it. And um, really, uh, yes, I have to say something. Christmas party in Glasgow is really something I enjoy a lot. And, uh, but I'm not anymore invited. Ah, uh-huh, well, we'll see what we can do about this year then, Marcel. We'll see what we can okay. do. <laughs> okay. Um, if you don't mind, I, I undress myself. Sure. Uh, I'm Marcel Bonny, not anymore Santa Marcel. But it was a good idea. Yeah. So, yeah, for today's podcast, we're doing a sort of a slightly different theme. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the word Christmas and we're going to consider all the letters in that word and talk about perhaps food or mycotoxins or products that maybe begin with those letters. So if we consider the first letter, so C, what kind of food, Marcel, do you think um, or comes to mind when you think of the letter C? Uh, let me think, maybe call a friend. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think chocolate will come to my mind quite rapidly. Yep, yep. And I have to say I like it, although you are going to say be careful. <laughs> yes, I mean, who's not a fan of chocolate, especially at Christmas time? You know, you open um, your stocking on Christmas morning and there's some chocolate there. And that's exactly what you have for breakfast, isn't it? <laughs> it's your chocolate chocolate um, that you've been given. But yeah, I mean, new ocrotoxin legislations, isn't there? Concerning cocoa um, in the EU, much stricter than they were before. Um, you also, you've worked in Ghana, for example, and there's a lot of cocoa production there. Yes, I think uh, when I left uh, Glasgow, my, my first target was ob- obviously France. Uh, we, we developed there a, a daughter company, and um, but rat- relatively rapidly, I, I had uh, some big uh, uh, investigation in the African market, especially the French-speaking countries, with some exception, like Ghana, indeed, where, you know, uh, Ghana, uh, together with uh, Ivory Coast, is the uh, biggest producer in the Europe, uh, in, in the world, I think over 70% of cocoa and also um, other things. But cocoa there is very important as a, a revenue for people and uh, it's an industry, you know. 
And um, yeah, I visited a lot of uh, company. I let I visit a lot of institution. I have to say, um, very very keen, you know, to offer product quality, and there we, I I really uh, try to, uh, let's say, help as yep. much as possible. All aspect of technique, all aspect of analytical analytical uh, test testing, together with sampling, and. I have to say for that I was helped tremendously by Claire and all her team at Glasgow. Yeah. So yeah, let's hope um, some of what we've done during the training sessions and webinars has, has paid off in Ghana and they are, they're testing the ocrotoxin as they should do and it should meet EU regulations so that we are safe to eat those products on Christmas morning. So looking at the next letter in the word Christmas, it's H. What about um, foods beginning with H? What first comes to mind? Uh, there must be some food, but you have to help me. Maybe it, well, I call a friend. No, for me, it's hazelnuts. I think hazelnuts and chocolate, you know, they're both associated hazelnuts. with Christmas. Hazelnuts, yes. Yeah. Yes, hazelnuts. Not so much in Ghana, no. or more maybe, but uh, more in Europe, yep. uh, South, especially South Europe. Yep. We um, So, uh, yeah, uh, definitely uh, hazelnut uh, is, is linked with Christmas. And... Um, um, you know, as or not, may suffer a little bit as well, some storage issues. And I know there you, you worked a lot, especially um, Italy, uh, provenance and uh, supply. And uh, yes, as or not, sorry to have forgotten. Now I have to think of the other one, <laughs> OCO, oh my God, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, hazelnuts, I mean, obviously, I think the big testing there is with aflatoxin. Um, there's a lot of aflatoxin testing done with hazelnuts. You know, there's a, a official method from from Sen. I think it's method one four one two three. So yeah, hazelnuts is a big thing mm -hmm. at Christmas. I have to say, the letter mm -hmm. R is the next letter. That was a difficult one for me to think about um, for food. With that, the only mm -hmm. thing I could think about there was red cabbage. I don't know whether you can think of anything, um, perhaps sort of Christmas food um, relating to R. No, I have to say I need your help. Sorry, I didn't prepare myself correctly, but I will, I will be supporting you. <laughs> red cabbage was the only one that I could think of. Um, quite often we have the red cabbage, sometimes with um, apples through it and so on. But honestly, we don't do much testing for that for mycotoxins, to be fair. No. <laughs> No. Um, but red cabbage with our friend in Germany is quite common, you know. Yeah. And uh, okay, red cabbage. Uh, um, okay, maybe not uh, so much in the regulations. Maybe um, not so much in our your target to develop method to develop application. You know uh, what I I know from RBR is uh, not only uh, an immuno affinity colon you propose, but to give up so many method, you know, and sometimes. Um, you, you will have difference from a country to the other, especially with nuts, you know. But red cabbage, I don't remember we work so much on it. <laughs> no, I don't think we have. <laughs> I mean, another thing relating to the letter R, I mean, there's lots of different mycotoxins. I think there's over 400 different mycotoxins that have been identified. And there is actually a mycotoxin called rubratoxin. So it begins with the letter R but it's certainly not one that we do any testing for. But you never know what happens in future with all these emerging mycotoxins. Yes. You, you just need to develop an antibody, then that will be all right. That's no, it. I, I think uh, you have a lot with, with uh, what exists as legislation, a lot to do, a lot of uh, uh, application. I know you develop so much multitoxin as well. Yep. 
I know you are certainly at the top of the best company for that. I'm so proud, to be honest, of uh, RBR all what develop together with the automation. Yep. But I think the, what you do the best is the, the service, you know. And you have good product, but you also have good service. In other words, any lab around the world, uh, if they need help, they will get it. And it will be fast, it will be efficient. And I know you uh, you didn't do it, but in Ghana, you you, you were ready to, to come, yeah. you know. And um, all right. But uh, I think you, you, develop, you develop such experience. Now I'm speaking from outside because I am, in a way, your yeah. customer in France. Yeah. But... The team is so happy to work with you, Claire, and also all the team, you know. Uh, I need to say that because it's true. Yeah, well, no, thank you, Marcel. So looking at the next letter is I, um, and I was thinking about ice cream. Ice cream is quite often something that people eat, you know, after their dinner. Um, it's a bit lighter than maybe Christmas pudding or whatnot, but ice cream, you know, the milk, the dairy, I think that's very important to, to test for mycotoxins, particularly M1, isn't it? Yes, yes, definitely. And I remember in the time it was, uh, we started by B, for sure, for sure, B, G, and, but very soon we, we developed the M1. Yep. We developed different formats of, uh, of colon. And to my knowledge, the, the M1 test, uh, you, you have still, you know, is still one of the best ones existing in terms of capacity. You know, you, yep. you, you are looking for such small level of aflatoxin M1, but you need to have good antibodies, you need to have good method. And also, as you said, it's not only milk, you know, it's not only powder milk, it's everything transformed like ice cream or anything which contains milk. Yeah. And um, the risk is high, um, especially when you consider that big part of a, of, a, of a heater of a consumer are children. And it's why the, the, the legislation has been one of the first made after aflatoxin B and Gs. Well, and as you see, Aflaprep M, it was probably one of the very first products produced, you know, yes. all that, those years ago, wasn't it? And it's still one of the top selling products nowadays. Mm -hmm. So looking or considering the next letter from the word Christmas, if we take S. Um, S. So something that we quite often eat in our household is salmon. So salmon, you could test for vitamin B12, so not mycotoxin, but vitamins, mm -hmm. um, just to test the, the natural levels of B12. Yes. And I think we were one of the very first companies actually um, launching an immune affinity column for vitamin analysis. And again, it's gone from strength yes. to strength, and it's it's one of our um, biggest selling products to date. But, uh, yeah, can be used for lots of other things, not just for salmon, but for analysing milk and, and lots of different other commodities as well. Yes, yes. Um, uh, I'm, I'm convinced uh, more and more analysis will be done on vitamin, you know. Yeah. Uh, you may have not enough or you, have, you may even have too much, you know, vitamin in certain product. And uh, that has a direct, uh, you know, acute effect on health compared to uh, toxins, which, which is a chronic effect. Here, you can have uh, big problems. Yeah. And uh, all the range you develop uh, so far, I know is developing a lot, at least in France. We have more and more users. You did a good job again. Yeah, yeah, and it's something we want to to continue expanding is the range of vitamin immunoaffinity columns. Yes, and I think multi is a, yep. at your program. Yes, yeah, it multi is. Multi toxin, yep. multi sorry, vitamin testing yep. is certainly something you uh, of interest. Yeah, absolutely. It's that that area is growing as well. Yes. So considering tea, 
first food that comes to my mind there, turkey. Who doesn't have turkey in the UK at Christmas time? <laughs> yes. Um, now, we don't have a test kit that begins with the letter T, but if you think about mm-hmm. um, some of the things in history, you know, turkeys is one of those things where, um, you know, many years ago there were 100,000 different turkeys that all were um, killed and it was due to an outbreak of mycotoxin, it was aflatoxin, you know, and that's yes. really where I think a lot of the, the interest in mycotoxin analysis started and it's grown from there over the years that probably has a yes, big yes, 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 uh, yes. plays a big part in history particularly for our company you know we wouldn't be here um, if it wasn't yeah. for mycotoxin testing for example yeah yes yeah um, yeah it started with that you know and uh, at the time I think we were not knowing so much about what it was the, the, the toxin problem didn't start there you know it was just unknown and it's why they spoke at that time of t- turkey, turkey X uh, d- disease you know but we know that toxin exists from a long time, from mid middle age t- time. But I think it's true that the, the knowledge um, about toxins, about uh, toxin from mushroom, from fungi, as as um, there are so many, you know, publication. And then what happened is legislation, because really uh, testing for for toxin is a key, you know, in in cro- chronic disease development uh, around the world. And it's it's why it has taken so much importance. And it's not uh, finished, you know. Uh, remember, we at that time uh, where I was in Glasgow, we were mainly concentrating on a, a product coming from, let's say, outside Europe, yeah. where now we even get aflatoxin in France, you know, in certain production or ocratoxin for sure. And then we we develop. Uh, Sorry, there is no D in your Christmas word, but Don Vomitoxin became very important, especially for wheat, you know. Yeah. And um, so <laughs> the, yeah. the list is long, you know, and it's not finished for sure. Yeah, and I think, um, as you say, the, the mycotoxin has been found in different countries. It's changing over the last few years because of, you know, global warming, different um, weather conditions, you know. So um, the mycotoxins found in certain areas is, is changing over time mm-hmm. and it's something we need yes, to, yes, yes, to yes. evolve with. Uh, you know, the, the, the African continent, I know a little bit, is uh, realising that it's not all about aflatoxin. Uh, there is also uh, f- fumonisin quite a lot. Yeah, uh, maize, yeah. you know, it's a big production. And if you look at it, uh, if, if you don't look, you don't, uh, you don't find, you know, for sure. Yeah. And uh, it's where the 11 plus and the multitoxin approach is important, yeah. is important for certain countries, because then they realize something has to be done, you know, yeah. uh, and not only for export, uh, more and more for people, you know, to, to, to prevent big development of problems uh, in the population, you know. Um, I, I could see that uh, as an evolution, and um, but you you know that in all around the world, you know, for for toxin, but for other issues we are touching at, at uh, in our group like antibiotic and uh, or histamine or you know those are global problems for the food yeah. safety, and you cannot ignore them. Yeah, absolutely. So again, looking at the next letter, uh, we've got M. So um, I was thinking milk every day. Yes, who, M. who doesn't leave a glass of milk out for Santa, you know, for them to uh, for him to drink when he leaves the presents. But it's a big area where mm-hmm. um, M1, you know, we touched on that earlier, um, can be can be found. You know, there was a scandal not long ago 
um, a couple of years ago in Europe where there were high levels of aflatoxin M1. But, you know, looking, mm -hmm. we talked about the immune affinity column before. We also have automated solutions. So large throughput uh, companies that are testing high volumes of, of milk samples. We do have an automated immune affinity cartridge, you know, with the, the Redacrest system. I think you've got some mm -hmm. experience with that system, Marcel, don't you? Yes, you know, the, the quantity of analysis has, has really uh, grown up very much along the years and the key is to absorb uh, uh, the, the analysis and, uh, you know, the definitely Redacrest uh, is unique, you know, and um, it's, it, for me it has different advantages, but uh, one of them is to, for sure, absorb the, the flow, the number of samples, but also to, in a way, standardize the, the treatment of a sample, the sample treatment, where you will have a, a nice, uh, let's say, a sample deposit on the cartridge, but then all steps are done automatically and can be during the night, you know. And uh, it's definitely something which I'm sure will will be of, of bigger interest in the future because more analysis will be done, you know, and f more automation will be needed, especially, uh, you know, where you have season, um, let's say, analytic program. You don't get toxin all along the year. I'm thinking on the, on the uh, vomitoxin, mm -hmm. the done, you know, for instance, on wheat. It's very concentrated on three months. Um, same for fumonizine, you know, two months. There you do a lot of analysis and no way you are speaking of one or two or ten analyses per day. You know, it can be 1,000. And there, uh, if you really want to get good results, uh, you will need a, a form of automation. Yeah. We see that very much in the clinical part of our business when we work at hospitals where the numbers are very high. Uh, sooner or later, you need automation. To, okay, to absorb the work, but also to guarantee a good result, you know, quality control is, is included in each column, you know, and um, there are a lot of advantage for the user. Yeah, absolutely. So looking at the, the second class letter, um, we've got A, um, a? I was thinking apples, so you've got patulin <laughs> analysis there. Um, yes. You know, we don't have an immunoaffinity column for patulin, but we do offer a molecular imprinted polymer column, the EasyMip patulin product. Mm -hmm. I think um, patulin is one of the more difficult mycotoxins to analyse. Um, yes. There can be a lot of interference on in the chromatogram. So some kind yes. of cleanup is quite beneficial here to, to give you a nicer, a cleaner chromatogram and make analysis a little bit easier. Yes. Sorry, I'm already on the S, but yes, Apple <laughs> is definitely uh, used in different preparation, you know. Uh, also can be en ending up in a, a food for, for children. Mm -hmm. And indeed, uh, fungi can be there. They can produce their toxin. And um, yeah, uh, toxicity-wise uh, is high for patulin. Yeah. And again, uh, we work on that. You have a solution. It's uh, for certain uh, industry, it's very important. To, to do not only, uh, let's say, random control, but day to day, you know, as soon as they get some supply, they need to check, you know, to guarantee uh, uh, no, no risk at the end. Yeah. So yes, patulin uh, is certainly not the, the most maybe uh, used because it's relatively small yep. in terms of uh, uh, production, but is 
as important as the others to guarantee for certain product uh, inequity of, of, of the consumption. Yeah, and of course there are reports it's not just um, occurring in apples. There have been um, occurrence in things like tomatoes. So going through yes. into sort of tomato sauces, yes. tomato purees, yes. um, and yes. also other soft fruits as well. So you know. Totally. As our knowledge grows and, you know, there's more um, analysis done, you gain more knowledge about where it's actually mm -hmm. occurring and which also increases yes. testing at the end of the day. Yes. So, yes, the last letter, S. So, you, any S. ideas, any suggestions? Uh, S, uh, no, it's not a good one, but I know there <laughs> are certain reasons, reason like... Um, you know, uh, grape like sultanas. Yes. But uh, sometimes you are testing in Glasgow, but maybe you have other ideas. But yeah, I mean, sultanas, I know you develop application for those. They develop, uh, they can de be badly stored and they can develop some fungus. But sorry, I didn't prepare myself. Okay. I, I, I really thought we were speaking of the next <laughs> Christmas meal and what will be at the menu and how you will be dressed. Sorry, I was not expecting that, uh, Claire. So, no, what about spices? I mean, we do so much testing for spices. spices yes. No, and yes. again, at Christmas time, spices, you've got cinnamon uh, and you've got lots of different spices that are used in cooking, yes, don't you? A, um, yes. I think it's a yes. very important spices, thing. Uh, yes, definitely. And uh, again, um, storage is important. I would say if it's not under control, it's naturally a product which can be at risk, which need to be controlled, you know. And... Um, um, yeah, indeed, uh, good, good choice for the S. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, you've got aflatoxin, you've got ochratoxin. For me, for spices, it's the one commodity where I think multi-approach could be quite advantageous yes. rather than doing everything individually. Yes. You can do it together. Yes. Um, yes. And not just one with an aflatoxin. One, yeah. one, uh, one, one injection, you, you win a lot of time. You get uh, um, on the same graph... Uh, Yep. different pike and the, the result automatically yeah definitely for the analyst the, the multi approach is a very big interest especially for uh, spice where there are uh, legislation in place and my impression is they, they never go higher you know we saw that for cocoa at the beginning of the year they usually they, they stay the same or they they, they they go down you know and so they request more um, sensitivity for the technique i.e more capacity of the colon which i know you offer so again um, if you have a, a project to look for possible risk with your spices that you buy or you produce, you assemble, I think Glasgow is a good address to go. Yeah, yeah. I think also, you know, typically people are looking at Afla and Okra and spices, but a lot of companies are now sort of um, doing due diligence and they're using products like the 11 Plus Michael MS Prep. So they're analysing all legislated toxins and spices. Um, and quite often they are finding some other mycotoxins, zearalanone, for example, in certain spices and so on. Yes. So again, mm -hmm. being able to um, broaden the scope of testing, make it easier, multitoxin, um, and it can be unusual sometimes some mm -hmm. of the results that you get back at the end of the yes. day. So. Yes, no, I, I, I fully follow you. Yeah, yeah. indeed, uh, application, uh, I know you have a lot, uh, and uh, uh, it's really what you bring uh, dedicated method depending on the spices and multi-approach very interesting well thank you very much marcel it's been wonderful chatting to you and that brings um, the end of this special christmas edition of the Rhone infobites podcast series